0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA+ community media organization. Joy Keep joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate Head to joy.org.au Joy: a diverse sound for a diverse community Australia's
1: best titbit
2: Without the tits
1: Catching up on joy 94.9 Joy 94.9. And now on Joy 94.9, it's time for Catching Up with your hosts, Dolly Adamson, Brett Scriber and Jamie Lewis. Good evening and welcome to Catching Up, yet again, your weekly dose of hilarity, stupidity and a real trashy magazine, to say the least. Now, obviously, tonight, Jamie is flying somewhere across the South Pacific and Dolly's at a bloody gig, but I've got a wonderful guest in, um, a special guest, one of the funniest people that I know, and my beautiful partner, Andrew. Welcome to joy, Andy. Pressure. Pressure.
3: Pressure. Is my level okay? <laughs> <laughs> is this your first time on radio? Yes, this is my first time on radio, and it feels really surreal. Is it really? Yes. Well, you've been going off for the last ten months, having this on-air affair, having on-air threesome with the last for the last ten months. So <laughs> it, it sort of feels feel like I followed you to work.
1: It's been a very. Can I <laughs> It's been quite a weird. Um, it has been quite weird with the, my on-air threesome, and um, it's quite funny, as I was explaining to someone, someone asked me who, who um, this gentleman is, and I said, oh, it's my partner, and they made the comment about a three-way, and I said, yes, it's quite weird, it's it's like I'm married to another woman and a man who wants to be a woman. <laughs> and yes, Jamie, that's you. I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> hey, so what are we going to talk about tonight on the show, Andy? Um,
3: well, I mean, look, there's, there's a fair bit coming up, um, we've yes. got some fantastic mu- music, which Dolly is pre-programmed, yes. that I'm going to put my Molly Meldrum hat on um, <laughs> and bore everybody senseless with some musical facts. Oh, hardly. Um, but... We've got a question for tonight. Oh, yes. What's the question? Now, the question for the night is, and this might be slightly presumptuous, but who is <laughs> your favourite showbiz couple? Now, that doesn't have to be a real-life couple. It can be. It yes. can be your, your Bert and Patty Newtons, but it could also oh, yes. be a fictitious couple like Ross and Rachel um, or Oprah and Gail. So...
1: <laughs> Allegedly.
2: Whoever Allegedly. your
3: favourite showbiz couple is, real or fake, yes. um, just let it, real or fiction, just let us know. So email us in on air at um, or SMS us on
1: 0427 JOY 949. Or they can email us on air at joy.org.au. Don't call in because there's no one on the desk. (laughs) It's been a very busy night here at Joy. (laughs) Um, Andy, I think I might play because obviously Dolly clearly did not trust me to choose any and I mean absolutely none of the songs tonight. That's wise. It would have been all Eurovision
3: <laughs>
0: that time of
1: year. So what I'm going to play off is um, we, we watched a, a doco on Chic. Oh, it wasn't Chic today, was it? It was um, not not Nile Rodgers. It was about no, Once it was... Upon a Time in New York, was it called? Yeah. 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 And it was all about the disco, uh,
3: new wave, and hip hop where that started in New York. But um, yeah, play the track and I'll talk a
1: little bit about it. Beautiful. So, first track is Chic. Everybody dance. Gotta love Chic. If you enjoy (laughs) 94.9. Joy, 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 94.9. Everybody dance with Chic there on Join 94.9. Andy, do you know much about Chic?
3: Um, funny you say that, Brett. I watched a very interesting documentary about them the other night. And for those that know me, that's not a big surprise because I watch so many documentaries, it's not funny. <laughs> um, but it was a documentary on Nile Rodgers, who was sort of the driving force behind Chic. Uh, yes. And look, I've always loved Chic because they're probably, in my opinion, the most polished disco sound. Yeah, of- absolutely. You know the whole disco era. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know the, the famous. Obviously, the last song we just played. There's also La Freak. Yeah. Um. I mean, Sister Sledge. They did all the Sister Sledge stuff. We are family. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's the greatest dancer. But after watching this documentary, I didn't actually realise how many other artists Nile Rodgers actually had a hand in, yeah, yeah. in their careers. Yeah. I mean, probably the first one after Chic was Diana Ross, where her career was sort of flagging a little bit. Um, she'd run out of Ain't No Mountain High Enough and Surrenders, and she'd had the boss in the mid-70s, but that was pretty much it. And they did the Diana album with her, which yeah. was um, Upside Down, I'm Coming Out. So two of her biggest hits that pretty much put her career back on the map. Um, and then unfortunately for Chic, some gorgeous DJ in the States decided to do the whole Disco is Dead or Disco Sucks campaign yeah. where they did the whole, yeah. you know, mass burning of disco records. And literally, Chic went from being one of the biggest selling bands in the world to not having another commercial hit ever.
1: It's, which is unbelievable because the, the success that they had was so huge. I found interesting that one of the guys from Chic wrote La Freak because of the night where he tried to get into Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, it was Grace Jones's birthday,
3: and good old Grace. I'm sure she was on the wrong side of some prescription, but she forgot <laughs> to leave their names on the door. And um, yeah, they tried to get into Fifty Four and got rejected. And the the, 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 the impetus of La Freak was they were sitting at home jamming. Oh, listen to my in lingo that I'm using. <laughs> you jamming away? <laughs> and instead of our freak out, it was our f off. Yes, which was actually directed towards the um, the bouncers that. Studio Fifty Four, yeah, 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 and then ironically, they referenced Studio Fifty Four in that song. In the song, we um, just come on down to Fifty Four and find your spot out on the floor. Absolutely, but yeah. after Disco Sucks happened and they didn't sell another record, Nile Rodgers went on to produce some of the most, well, the biggest albums of the '80s, um, which I didn't know. I knew I he'd worked with Duran Duran on yeah. the Reflex and yeah. Wild Boys because you could hear. Him all over it I didn't know he produced um, Like a Virgin Madonna's Like a Virgin Did he really? The whole album Um, Oh my god And also David Bowie Let's Dance And once you know You can actually hear His stamp all over it Yeah yeah Um, yeah So again he was You know he worked on Some of the biggest albums Throughout the 80s And I think probably Most recently He's been working with Adam Lambert And Sam Sparrow So Yeah he clearly likes the gays. Well, so, well, I...
1: So, so, Noel Rod, I thought he
3: died a few years ago. No, Bernard, Bernard Edwards was the other guy oh, from Sheik. Okay. The less clever one.
1: Yes, yes. Um,
3: he died, I think it was in the mid-90s. They were on tour in Japan, and he yep. said he felt unwell, and he just dropped Copped dead, it. which is, you know. Oh, how sad. Yes, but no, no Rogers is still going. I mean, they were a brilliant couple and speaking of
1: brilliant couples oh, just, Seamless link, Seamless, seamless I've, link. I've been on the radio now <laughs> for some time, my love. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, obviously our show tonight, it is it is going to be the final of our Melbourne International Comedy Festival shows but we decided, we've asked a lot of comedy questions, but we decided and my lovely partner have said, what about Who is your favourite showbiz couple? And we've actually had a response from... Yeah, 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 from Johnny. We don't know where Johnny is, but Johnny has sent one. And he said, I'd have to say I love Stan and Fran from American Dad. And American Dad's a spin-off of... Um, my favourite show, Family Family Guy. Guy. Um, But yeah, really good. Thank you, Johnny. Um, But obviously, we want to hear from you. What is your favourite showbiz couple? Give us a call. Oh, sorry. SMS us on 0427 Joy 949 or email us on air at joy.org.au Now, Andy, we've been talking about, because normally this spot is catching up with us and Bless for those of you who don't know, Andrew and I spent the whole day together. <laughs> so we've caught up <laughs> <laughs> many, many times. Um, but I know my partner has a bit of a, I've got a bit of a Facebook obsession, but I know you love Twitter. Oh, I don't love you?
3: Twitter. Twitter's very, very different to Facebook for me. Facebook, yeah. I love to go on there and have a rant as. Any of my two hundred and sixty-five friends now. I love to get on there and, and give them my view on everything, pretty yes. much. Um, but Twitter is completely different for me. I can't work on Twitter. I don't post anything on Twitter yep. because I struggle with one hundred and twenty characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's fantastic for stalking celebrities, though. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of Rich, because I know you're one of your favourite, and probably one of my favourite is. Jackie Collins. I love Jackie
3: Collins because kick she's, ass, Christmas. She's, she talks like she writes. Everything's kick-ass and groovy, and it's just she's just wonderful. And she almost responds to every single tweet that you're saying. So how she gets a book written, I don't know. Now,
1: but speaking of Twitter, obviously because it's a new technology, there's a lot it's not of that well, <laughs> <new-ish>, <laughs> new Well, newish, shall we say, my love, <laughs> newish. So because obviously because it's a newish. It still has a few kinks to be ironed out by some of the users. And this was quite apparent. (laughs) When hashtags go wrong. When hashtags go wrong. (laughs) So what was actually now... I just want to set this up because my partner... So what happened was... What happened was, obviously, Susan Boyle has a new album coming out. So whoever looks after her, whoever manages her, decides to send out a tweet about Susan Boyle's new album um, coming out. But what actually was, what was the actual tagline,
3: Andrew? Well, I mean, if anybody's familiar with Twitter, when you hashtag something, it's literally a hashtag and then one continuous word. So it was Susan Album Party, which sounded harmless until you read it back, and it unfortunately read back as Susan Anal Bum Party. (laughs) It was just for me, it was the highlight of my night last night and it, it trended on Twitter and I can just imagine poor Subo sitting in her flat in Scotland, <laughs> not knowing why everybody was laughing at her. So it was, yeah, it's
1: quite embarrassing. And on that note, we are, we are going to be here for the full hour. We've got a couple of community service announcements and um, we might play a little bit of disco. You're enjoying 94.9. Hello, this is Miriam Margulies and you are listening to Joy 94.9. Oh, goodness. Taking your time with Catching Up on a Tuesday Night with Brett and Andrew. Jamie and Dolly are away. But I've got my beautiful partner joining me tonight. My God, that song took me back. Um,
3: (laughs) I don't know how popular... I don't know if anybody can tell out there, actually, but I wasn't born in Australia. (laughs) Uh, I'm originally from the UK. I moved to 23, 24 years ago. Um, But the SOS band had some huge hits through the 80s, Um, that being one of them. Um, Another one was The Finest, which I didn't actually like all that much. And the one that I think I loved the most, which is a big club classic, was Just Be Good To Me. And I've got so many memories. Memories of dancing with my lovely, lovely friend Karen around the Ritzie on a Saturday night. Now, the Ritzie was a club it was in filthy. Cardiff. It was filthy. The Ritzie, <laughs> but that's where we spent an awful lot of our teenage years, and we were waiting, oh, young gross. to be there. But it was so much fun. And speaking of my lovely friend Karen, yes, we've had a, I've got a shout out all the way from Perth. Yes. Um, From the lovely Karen Wilson Who I've been friends with For about 400 years (laughs) um, About a celebrity couple Saying her favourite celebrity couple Has got to be Sunny and Cher Yes Or maybe Peaches and Herb Now for those of you that don't know They had a hit in the early 80s Called Reunited Which is our drunk karaoke song (laughs) (laughs) She also said Stop blaming Dolly And play some new music I've got no idea what that means
1: I I think Karen (laughs) needs to sometimes Maybe she should tell Dolly directly (laughs) Not fire us Being a bit passive aggressive there, Kaz. We've also got another shout out from my
3: delightful sissy. Yes, and my sister, your sister-in-law. Absolutely. She said, obviously, you're my two most favourite showbiz couple. Bless you, girl. <laughs> I, know, I know, um And then she said, but I love a royal or two, so Kate and Wills for me.
1: But because it is my sister, she has made it about herself again in the PS. <laughs> Scribe children, Brett and Rebecca are pretty showbiz. <laughs> It's why we love
3: her. Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> We've also got a shout-out oh, from lovely, lovely Lisa. Yes. It's a bit of a sad shout-out. Oh, why? The fave couples Kylie and Michael,
1: RIP. Oh. I know
3: what you mean, but sad. It is sad. It is sad. <laughs> it is sad. Hey,
1: look, and there's also, there was an, another SMS that came through to us, and I want to say a big shout-out to our favourite, Sally Streisand. <gasps> for saying honey you and Andy sound so fabulous. Uh, uh, Sally you are fabulous and you know how fabulous you are. I mean she is. She's um I, I can't obviously talk about where she works, but let's just say she's assistant to the stars. hmm we mm-hmm. we'll, let's, leave, it we'll leave it at that. We don't want to give too much away. Andy um it's it's Melbourne International Comedy Festival on at the moment. Yep. And the whole, most of March and um, most of April, actually, so far, we've been talking on Catching Up all about the different artists that are coming to town. Now, you and I have seen the fabulously funny Sarah Millican. Uh, I laughed till my asthma came on. I think I used a whole ventolin in about 45 minutes. <laughs> obviously, we always... Um, our, a good friend, Anne Edmonds, um, in A quartered Cabbage, she did a fabulous job. Didn't
3: get to see Anne's show, but I've, mm. I've tried to, to look it up on... I, um, what's it called? ABC iView. View. Yes. Couldn't find
1: it. OK. So. Well, we'll find it soon. But obviously today... Margaret Cho started her show. I love, love, love Margaret Cho. She's filthy. <laughs> what, what is it about Margaret Cho? I, I mean, look, these are all GL. This is a. Well, now she's come out as bisexual. She's. Just,
3: oh, I'm not buying that.
1: You're not buying it? No,
3: you're, I just think she's got some tattoos. She's just trying to jump on the bandwagon. She's very. She couldn't be more LGBTI friendly, but she doesn't have to come out as bisexual to be on the bus, put it that way. <laughs>
1: I think she's just overly excited. But she has said, uh, remember, in one of her stand-ups, she said when she was working the lesbian cruise and she was she went through this um, crisis and she said, am I gay? Am I straight? And I just w- realised I was a little slutty. <laughs> that I'll buy into. I can imagine her
3: being quite slutty.
1: But... Now, obviously, one of the things I love about Margaret Cho is when... And, and her show... That is um, from today until the 21st of April It's part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival Is called Mother Because one of her favourite <laughs> pastimes Is talking about her parents And I've got a clip to share with everyone um, Here's Margaret Cho talking about Why she thinks her dad might be gay
2: I always thought my mother was conservative But she had a really interesting attitude towards gays Because <laughs> By me? I think uh, everybody <laughs> little bit gay. <laughs> you know if uh, uh, you have a
1: friend and you like
2: your friend so much you don't know
1: what to do. <laughs> this kind of
2: gay. everybody have this type of friend, you know, especially in college that's very gay time you know daddy have a friend like that I tell you gay story about daddy no daddy is not gay no, no. You blew the world in Mummy mouth.
1: <laughs> For those of you who have just turned in, that is that was the fabulous Margaret Cho's talking about her mother and her father's gay friends. The first time we remember we first time we stumbled across Margaret oh Cho? It was a Saturday
2: God.
3: afternoon and we stumbled across her on YouTube, and I think it might have been the I'm the one that you want the, yes. I'm the one that I want show. Yes. And we sat there for about five hours and just downloaded anything we could on Margaret Cho and had the sorest stomachs and faces because it was just hilarious. And she really is so, so funny.
1: And now we were lucky. uh, I think it was two years ago, wasn't it, love? Um, We went to the forum. Yeah. And we actually got to see her live. Now, I have to say, for people who haven't seen her content before, she is hilarious, but... She goes places, and you think she's not going to cross that line, and she crosses that line, and she runs across it. You filthy little girl! Like, (laughs) how dare you say that? But she's one of probably, I think, one of the most funniest comedians. I think she's really positive. What she brings to the GLBTI community, absolutely. Um, She's um, Korean background. And there's not many stand-ups who are Asian, who are successful in the States. It probably says something about the States. Um, But if you get the opportunity to go and see her, please go and see her. She's in a show called Mother from the 16th, which is today, until the 21st of April. Why aren't we going to see her? I don't know. You failed us there, Brett. I know. Well, I mean, we're trying to organise <laughs> the overseas holiday, my love. We still haven't done oh, that no, yet. Oh, braggy. Don't do that. Yeah, no, OK. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play some community service announcements and you can belittle me more on Joy 94.9. Hi, this is Sam Sparrow and you're listening to Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. You're catching up with Brett and Andy on Joy 94.9 tonight. Now, it's all about... Obviously, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival we've been talking about. But we've also... Our um, question for tonight, which has been quite... We've had many responses. I think it's... You've just been on the show for not even half an hour, my love. This is what you're bringing in. Well,
3: I'm up against Snog
1: Avoid. I I'm surprised
3: we're getting this kind of...
1: I I know. Feedback. Um, The question is, who's your favourite showbiz couple? SMS us on 0427JOY949 or email us on air at joy.org.au. We've had a couple... We've had Johnny again correcting us. I made an error, my love.
3: Yes, you did, Brett. Yes, I know. Sorry. Apparently, American Dad is not a spin-off of Family Guy. Um, the Cleveland show is. Oh. Um, but they're the same writer and producer, which is Seth MacFarlane. So thank you for correcting us so publicly, Johnny. Um, LAUGHTER
1: always nice to be found out, I (laughs) mean. And uh, Amity has sent through one. I think Amity from Northcote has sent through one for us as well, hasn't she?
3: Yes, she has. She has said, ha ha, you two are so funny. bless.
1: bless. She's drunk.
3: (laughs) Seriously, Desi and Lucy, love it from Amity. Thank you, darling. Oh,
1: bless you, Anne. Hey, look, we've um, obviously, Dolly, who's normally here on a Tuesday nights with myself and Jamie, um, has always chosen our fabulous (coughs) disco classic now, she's um, chosen... Andrew, do you remember Barbara Pennington Never at all? Never
3: heard of her, Brett. I've taken my d- b- bent- b- dented cowboy hat off for the night. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Not a clue. But I'm going to play now. This is um, 24 Hours. You know what station you're on? Join four point
2: nine. Join
1: ninety four point nine. Twenty four hours a day. Can't listen to that. I don't think I could listen to that song, 24
3: Hours a Day" by Barbara Pennington. No, it was nice enough. Never heard of her, so she's you know, none hit wonder.
1: Uh, but <laughs> good on was, you, Dolly. It was from no, all, I've, all I know. It's from nineteen seventy six. Oh yeah, I know. Nothing else. Well,
3: I couldn't find much about it. Well, actually, I couldn't even see that on the playlist this afternoon. Okay. It's so
1: why I'm dry. Okay, I know you're Albert dry. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, but obviously, obviously, during um, the month of March and April, we've been talking about the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And another artist who came to town, his show is called The Spokesman, and that's until the 21st of April. And it's the fabulous Stephen K Amos, who, for those of you who don't know, has he probably is, he's only been out probably for the last couple of years. Gay comedian from the UK. Um, he's quite a tall man. Um, I never knew he was gay. I just thought he was a bit camp. Because, and you'd have to agree with me. There's a lot of Englishmen who are quite camp. Andrew. What do you mean, Brett? <laughs> Even the ones who yes. aren't gay. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in Britain's gay. That's true. <laughs> So, um, here's a little bit of Stephen K. Amos. I quite like this clip. You're listening to Joy 94.9. Now,
2: uh, let's be honest, I've got quite a big head. Um, <laughs> and all through school, I was chanted and teased, Moon boy, moon boy. <laughs> now you see him? Oops, you still do. <laughs> Sit down, Steve. Take the weight off your neck. Yes, i heard you. <laughs> But I'm fighting back. I'll tell you a bit about myself. I've got a twin sister. We're very, very close. However, I get asked a couple of questions on a regular basis. One of them is, are you identical? Now, I can assure you she's not six foot two with sideburns and a huge clitoris. Although I couldn't personally vouch for that. The other question I'm asked on a regular basis is, do you feel pain at the same time? And as a child, I used to take advantage of that by going, there's my sister, creep up behind her, punch her in the face. (laughs) And I would feel the pain in my jaw through laughter. (laughs) Now, if we're quite different, I've got a bit of a round face, she's got a bit of a long face, right? A bit like a horse. (laughs) Yeah, we used to call her Black Beauty. She (laughs) hated it. I can see her crying now. She loved apples. It was very...
1: <laughs> oh, that was the fabulous Stephen K. Amos. And now he's appearing in the Melbourne Comedy Festival at... Uh, no, sorry, it's, his show is called The Spokesman. It's on until the 21st of April, because obviously the 21st of April, this Sunday, that's it. The Melbourne International Comedy Festival is over. Finito. Goodbye. Sayonara. Is it? Yes. Oh, that went quick. I know. Well, it's been... Yeah, it was just before Easter...
3: Um, oh well, are they on? Clearly, I'm on go slow. <laughs> <laughs> hey Andy, have we got any more shoutouts? We've got one more shout-out and it's not from Johnny um, yes. picking up our shortcomings. Unfortunately, <laughs> do feel free to write in again, Johnny. Um, it's from the lovely Mark and Erin from Tyrone. Not oh yes, oh, that gave a bit much away there. Oh yes, we, um, won't say, we won't say which suburb. <laughs> they said terrific. Um, celebs have to include Liz and Dick, of course. Of course. Um, not the hideous Lindsay Lohan, Liz and Dick, the original Liz and Dick. Yes. Um, and also Hannibal and Clarice, which... Oh, yes, I'll, I'll give you that,
1: but... Mm. oh, Ciao, darlings. Goodness. I know, you're not, you're not convinced, are ah, you, my love? No, I'm not. love the film.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that at
1: dinner club. No, no speaking, speaking of Liz... I mean, I have to say, now, I always knew... I want to go back to Liz Taylor. yeah. Because I always knew Liz Taylor. I always remember you'd see her in an old film like Cleopatra or Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. And obviously you'd always hear the stories about her fabulous jewels. But you were, I I think you're probably the biggest fan of Liz Taylor I've ever known. I think... Look,
3: I loved Liz Taylor, I think, probably from the age of about 15. (laughs) Gay. Um, (laughs) You said it. Yeah, I saw Cat on a Hot Tin Roof um, on Saturday afternoon on the TV, and I thought no two people have ever been more beautiful on the screen with her and Paul Newman because they were just spectacular. And look, that sounds shallow, but she also acted her pants off in that film. Um, And I think that's the thing with Liz Taylor is she's... She hasn't been great in every film, but she's been great in quite a few films. Um, and I think because her Private Life was so public and... I think, you know, eight marriages and it was a fairly roller coaster life. The the, the public focus tended to be more on her private life rather than her work. And look, I said, some of the the roles that she's done, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Um, Look, I'm not going to say Cleopatra because I can't sit through four and
1: a half hours of anything, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But you know what? I don't ever think... Like, her performance in Battlefield 8 was not Oscar-worthy, though. No, it
3: was because she had a tracheotomy.
1: But... In I said tin that roof, wrong by the way, so Johnny, was... don't write in. <laughs> <laughs> but in Catanohant and Tin Roof, and I'd have to say who's afraid of Virginia Wolf, I think she gave probably two of her best yep. performance, if not the best performances of her career, hands down. My goodness. Hey look, obviously on catching up. Um, we try to always play some local local bands. And obviously, it's a little bit hard when we always try to do um, funk and disco, as Dolly's finding out, as well as myself. But we do have... We've been playing this band called Sasquatch, and we've been playing it every episode, and i we love them here. Um, they're a local band. This is um, another song from their um, album that's only recently been released. This one's called Strange Things.
3: Yay for local bands! Not really.
1: <laughs> oh, Andrew, you're on Joy 94.9.
3: You're catching up with Brett and Andy on Joy 94.9. You did a fabulous job, oh, then. thanks, Brett. You're so good. <laughs> I
1: said Andy. I never call myself Andy. I know, because I think I said Andy before, didn't I? I know, and I'm just a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> there is something... There's many things you are, my love, and a sheep is not one of them, <laughs> and you know that, especially with your lovely Welsh dulcet tones.
3: <laughs> now, we've had another shout-out from the lovely Michael Kendall, saying, oh. oh, my God, a star is born. Oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> we should have coffee soon. Oh. Okay,
1: that's good. She's i not in an icky way, Brast. Oh, no, no, I know that. <laughs> oh, I know that. I know that. My goodness. So, obviously, catching up, we always talk about, um, we always have a bit of a theme, and the theme in March and April, for those who've just t- tuned in, um, has always been the, 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 is the Melbourne International yeah. Comedy Festival. And um, this show, I wanted to highlight some of the GLBTI artists. So, we've had um, the fabulous Stephen K. Amos. We've had the very, well, she says bisexual. She actually called herself gay on Triple J. Well, this morning. I'm Margaret buying, Cho. Not buying it. She's well and truly queer friendly. And we've got another little gay boy from um, Perth. Now,
3: can I say, yes. I hated him when I first saw him. Well, not oh, when okay. I first saw him. I actually thought he was that Josh
1: guy. Josh, not Josh Lucas. No, Josh, Josh guy, Lucas is the one the with the
3: messy hair uh, who looks like something you'd buy on a stick at the circus. It yeah. just, I thought he was him. And then I actually saw him on Comedy Up Late or whatever it's called or the ABC. And he was really, really funny.
1: He was really funny. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we've actually got a bit of a clip. I was just, I was just teeing the clip. Then I do apologise. It is, it is community radio. Um, but here's a little bit of a Joel Creasy because she, he's coming up in a show called, well, his shows on at the moment called The Drama Captain. Um, let's have a little listen to Joel
0: windows at the traffic lights, uh, who generally have no teeth or jobs, and, um, and they come rapping on your window asking for change, and I just panic. Like, I just panic like they're going to rape me, so I'm like, well, oh, just take anything! Like, like, once I think I just gave him my iPod, I was like, just take it! It's full of Beyonce, I don't know if you're ready for that jelly. I, uh... And he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't. And then the final thing that distracts me when I'm driving is I do enjoy performing the musicals in my car. I I know that's a bit of a gay stereotype, but I've also got a boat licence, so I like to to even things up. I like like performing the musicals, love all things Disney, apart from Snow White, live with seven guys. Oh, what a slapper. Do you have a favourite musical down the front? A favourite musical? Rent? Oh, good one. Ten points to Gryffindor, love Rent. I, uh... (laughs) Anyway, this is why windows... Uh, sorry, window washers and musicals don't mix, right? Don't mix. I was in my car performing a bit of Phantom of the Opera. As you know, not an easy song, uh, t- song to sing. I was Christine, naturally. Uh, I was at the high point of the song, uh, pulled up at the traffic lines. My, eye, my eyes were closed in the moment. Didn't realise there was a window washer waiting patiently, though. And bear in mind, I'm not a very good singer. I apologise in advance. That's the one thing me and Whitney Houston have in common. OK, here we go. <clears throat> The Phantom of the Opera is held inside my mind. Clearly, I lost my shit. I didn't realize there was a window washer at my window. I thought my singing had literally summoned the Phantom of the Opera to my window with like three yellow dangly teeth, a Winnie Blue in one hand and a squeegee mop in the other. He was going to take me back to his lair and make me listen to Nickelback for the rest of my life. I have no idea.
3: Now, bless Joel Creasy, because I actually do think he's quite funny. He's can, He is. Quite highly strung. All the things I like in a young gay boy.
1: Um, (laughs) And he's a little... He's a boy from Perth as well. And um, for those of you who regularly listen to the show, and some of our lovely listeners are from Perth. Possibly my cousin. Hi, (laughs) cuz. But um, obviously, Andy and I were originally from Perth, and um, Andy's obviously lived overseas before immigrating to Australia. So it's always nice to hear um, a funny funny person from um, Joel... Uh, so from Perth, his name is Joel Creasy, he's in the drama captain, it's until the 21st of this month, which is this solo, because it's it's almost the end of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I can't believe it, Andrew. I know, it's gone,
3: well, I thought quickly, but it hasn't. It's been on for a month. So. <laughs> Obviously, my meds are working. <laughs> hey, have we,
1: um, have we, has Johnny replied?
3: Oh, God bless you, Johnny, because I did poke fun at you a little bit earlier. Love. It was all with love, and Johnny's come back and said, I love yous and your show, boys. Keep up the good work. Right. I'm impressed that you'd bring your lover to, to the show, ball. and I commend you for it. Love, Johnny.
1: Thanks, Johnny. Johnny, can I say, and I I don't want to sound mushy on air, but it's probably my my last chance to do that. Um, is that Andy and I will be celebrating our 13 years together? Wouldn't next change month. a thing in the words of Kylie Minogue. Oh, you know, I you know I wouldn't, my love. Oh, I
3: mean a of things. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> On my part on uh, my Yeah, part. yeah What's the next <laughs> shout out, Andrew? The next shout out's from Dolly um, saying, Oh, you're kidding Yeah, saying Oh my God, it's the Royal Daltons and I, <laughs> Oh, I, Is that supposed oh, to mean? do Dolly I don't, I've never oh, heard of have, them
1: No, that, they, do, they oh. do Wednesday Drive Oh, oh my God you are, you are hilarious <laughs> Oh, my goodness so What's this other one that we've got? Kate asked us to play a song Oh, Kate Oh, look, Kate Oh, no, it's, it's not Kate It's
3: Brian Oh, bless Brian Brian's on Kate's email. I know. Or maybe that's Brian's other name.
1: Maybe that's Brian's other <laughs> name. Um, Brian, look. Tonight we aren't taking requests. However, Dolly and I were, we're not actually. A jukebox, Brian. I know. <laughs> 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 Dolly and I were actually going to take requests for our next week's show. So, do um, you know what? I will write down Give That's Me a, a Break. It's a fabulous song. It's a fantastic song. Really and is. it is from, and Brian has referenced Good call, it Brian. from. It is from the film You Can't Stop the Music. But, Brian, instead, how about I dedicate this song to you instead? This is from 1980. Stephanie Mills, I Andrew. I
3: love this song and I can talk a little bit about Stephanie Mills
1: afterwards. Oh, we can talk a little bit now whilst the music's on. No, Stephanie Mills. Let the
3: music play,
1: Brett. I never knew love like this before, Andrew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's ruined another moment. Joy 94.9, you're listening to.
2: I never knew like this before. Now I'm alone, yeah. Joy 94.9.
1: Taylor Dane, and you're listening to Joy 94.9, Australia's first and only lesbian and gay radio station. Oh, you're listening to Catching Up with Andrew and Brett on Joy 94.9. I can't believe this, Andy. It's almost the end of the show. I
3: know. It's gone so quickly. It's the quickest hour I think I've ever spent with you, and that sounds... It's come out all wrong. <laughs> But Ah. it
1: it really has flown. Oh, I never knew love like this before. (laughs) Hey, look, we've got a new friend, Johnny. Bless Johnny. Thank you for all the shout-outs tonight, Johnny. Love you, Johnny. Hey, look, I want to say, because this is our last show that we were focusing on, Melbourne International Comedy Festival, obviously, um, Jolly will be back next week with myself because Jamie will still be flying somewhere in the world. Um, And next week's show, we're all going to talk about the music. But I want to say a big thank to all the wonderful guests that we've had as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I want to say a big thank you to Ethel Chop, who was outstanding, gave us a very good interview. Now, she really did, because I normally can't stand her. I, I, sorry, oh, Judge Judy. Tell, <laughs> tell us what you really feel, She Andrew. used to
3: be on, when Judith Lucy had an afternoon radio yeah, show, she yeah, used yeah. to come on and do this bit, and it used to just irritate me. But when she did the interview with you guys, she was hilarious. Oh,
1: thanks so much. Hey, look, we, I want to say also a big thank you to Warwick Glean. Now, Warwick Glynn, um is playing um, his fabulous play, Never say always. Thankfully, I finally got that right. That took me forever. I want to say a big thanks to Ann Edmonds in her show A Quartered Cabbage. A big thanks to Wes Snelling, who normally does Tuesday Drive. He's appearing in Standard Double. A big thank you to Aaron and Melville, and sorry, Aaron Melville and T.M. from Here Comes the Girls. And finally, and our guest from last week, who was just outstanding, Tom Bins. Now he normally does Ivan Brackenbrie. fabulous, but he also does um, a favourite UK uh, Mystic, and he's fantastic. Now, he's appearing in his own show as well as Best of British. Now, if you haven't seen Best of British before, if you just do one show, I think Best of British is an excellent way to start you in, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Andrew, we managed to... um go into our vaults and actually find...
3: Well, I think what we need to say firstly, we've thanked all the comedians that have been on over the last four weeks, um, but we need to thank Brian, who emailed in earlier saying can you please play Give Me a Break by the Ritchie family? (laughs) Um, And I was a little bit sarcastic, which was very out of character for me. (laughs) But Brian, you've inspired us. You've been our muse, if you like, um, yes. and we've reached back into the vaults of joy and actually found that song. We were gonna play um, "Last Dance" by Donna Summer, but look, this show's gay enough. We don't need Donna to make it any gayer. Um, so thanks, Brian. We're gonna play you
1: out with "Give Me a Break" by the fabulous Richie Family. Michael, do you know what I love about this? It's a big start. You've got a lot about five minutes of disco here, guys. I want to say a big thank you to my beautiful partner thank for you, joining Grace. me tonight. You did an excellent job, I love. Thank you. I thought it would feel strange sitting opposite you with your video phones on, but it doesn't. We get phone You bet. You're listening to Joy 94.9. See you guys next week.
2: Joy. Joy 94.9.
1: JOY 94.9. We are all yours. Suck us dry. Spit us out. Do what you have to do, but don't forget to listen every Tuesday night from 9 to 10 for Catching Up, JOY 94.9. That's right, Brett. Thanks for listening to another JOY podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA
2: plus community media organisation, JOY. Help us keep JOY on air. Head to joy.org.au. JOY, a diverse sound for a diverse community.